Today on Locked On Rockies, daydreaming of Shohei in purple, a former Rockies impact on this series, and bad news if you were hoping to see Zach Veen at 20th and Blake this year. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 23rd day of June in the year 2023. I am your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. If your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, guess what? You're in the right spot. That's what we do around here is talk about the Colorado Rockies each and every day here on your favorite streaming service on the Sirius XM app and Sirius XM radio. You can also be part of the show. You can tell us what you think about the Colorado Rockies when you subscribe to the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel and be part of our live chat. When you subscribe, you'll know when we go live and then you can hop in and be part of the live chat. Shout outs to all my everyday listeners out there. My everydayers, as we like to call them here at the network. Today on Locked on Rockies, we're going to do a little daydreaming about Shohei Otani, and I'm going to kind of wax poetic about him a little bit because I simply think he is the most exciting thing in all of baseball. A bummer that the Rockies uh, Rockies fans, I guess, don't get to see him pitch this weekend, but maybe not necessarily a bummer for the Rockies themselves. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about a former Rocky having an impact on this series and uh, something that came out of nowhere yesterday, but was uh, absolutely a bummer. Zach Veen, done for the season with a lingering wrist injury that he had surgery on to fix, uh, and that's apparently been nagging him uh, for a long, long time. Uh, we'll mention that. We'll do a little preview as well. Uh, folks, if you have not seen Shohei Otani play baseball yet, you must go. You, you, it's simply, it's simply a matter of fact. You should not miss Shohei Otani at Coors Field. It is going to be a show. Maybe the Rockies hold him off, but looking at who Shohei is most likely going up against in the rotation, Shohei Otani is going to put on a show. He puts on a show not only uh, at, uh, during the game, but before the game as well. You can go and, and check out the, uh, the 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 batting practice of both him and Mike Trout. Remember that this is uh, a, a team that has <laughs> Mike Trout on it too, <laughs> which is crazy to think about uh, because it's – the talent, but just between those two uh, two players, is it really can't be matched. It's crazy that uh, you can bring up the postseason setup. You can you can mention all of that. Absolutely, it's fair criticism, but that's criticism of the Angels as a whole. Shohei Otani is the greatest thing to happen to baseball in a long, long time. It, for all of our lives, or at least my life, and, and even before, the idea of someone thriving and being dominant as both a pitcher and hitter was something that you could only do in video games. The fact that Shohei Otani is a real-life video game is nothing short of impressive. I mean, I, I mean, awe-inspiring. And on top of, I, I don't really want to dive. I think the the issues with the Angels are not with those two players. It, it it proves anything that it's a team game. It's a team composition game. The Rockies, not necessarily having that level of talent, but having great levels of talent, but 
not able to close the deal, seal the deal, especially when they had a chance to win the division down the stretch when they had arguably one of their best rosters of all time. But the thing is, Shohei should have been the MVP last year. Shohei should be the MVP this year. If Shohei Otani continues to lead his team and lead the league and be a top contributor on both sides of the ball, there is no more valuable player in baseball. It does not matter. If you can get top of the rotation production and top of your lineup production, that is a literal unicorn. There is absolutely no other word to describe him. I know he's been described that as before. He is amazing. What he's doing for the game and what the potential impacts of Shohei Otani can't be understated. There are absolutely someone uh, or kids that are going to be inspired by what Shohei's doing. And I want to push back on the live chat here. Lux Ace hits me with the skull. 62 home runs and shouldn't be an MVP. I don't care. Can he pitch? Who is more valuable to their team? Who is the most valuable player in all of baseball? It is Shohei Otani. He is giving you top production on both ends of the ball. No one is doing that. No one has done it since Babe Ruth. No one in the game of baseball, no one in Major League Baseball is doing what Shohei's doing. I'm sorry. 62 home runs is impressive. Absolutely. But it's more impressive to hit 30-plus, have an amazing slash line, and be one of the best pitchers in baseball. Aaron Judge didn't break any records. He didn't. He's not a home run king. He didn't beat legitimately set records by people that hit more home runs than him. He was a Yankee that hit 62 home runs. Good for you, Aaron Judge. You broke a Yankees record. 62 home runs is an impressive feat. Absolutely. But it's way more impressive to me to continue to do what show. Shohei hasn't cooled off. The gimmick hasn't worn off. I don't AL record. I don't care. I don't care. It's a, I don't care about Aaron Judge's mostly fake home run record. I really don't care. Because Shohei Otani is changing the entire game of baseball. Aaron Judge is, is falling short of what people have done in baseball before. Do what Barry Bonds did. Do what Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa did. <laughs> and then pitch on top of that. It's without. It's no question. That if Shohei Otani was on the Colorado Rockies, it would be one of the most insane things ever. He would arguably be one of the great, the best pitchers this team has seen in a long, long time, if not going to immediately rank as one of the best. And then the possibilities. You saw that guy hit at the Home Run Derby. I know it's the Home Run Derby, but this, this environment would be prime for Shohei because if Shohei could come in and succeed as a member of the Colorado Rockies, on the bump because we we figure the offensive part will be the easy part if Shohei was a Rocky, right? But if he was able to come in and do what he's doing for the Angels in purple, the sky would be the limit. I mean, I think because the the, the threat factor for Shohei uh, is is insurmountable. I mean, it is it is. I just am blown away. I, I literally, I never thought we would see someone like Shohei Otani. And when he came into the league, I thought it would work for a year. And I was with everyone else. He's going to have to pick one. But folks, he's so good. He's so good. 
He's got 48 strikeouts on the road. His, his, his ERA is a little high on the road, but he's currently sitting at a 6-3 uh, a, a record, 3.13 ERA, 117 strikeouts, and a 1.04 whip. And you compare that to current Colorado Rockies. Uh, let's go with, let's just go down the list here. We'll start with Chase Anderson. 0-1, 4.12, 27 Ks, 1.25 whip. Obviously, difference in innings pitched there. But just for an example, here we go. Kyle Freeland, 4-8, 4.48, 50 strikeouts, 1.34 whip. Shohei Otani has struck out 67 more batters than Kyle Freeland has strike, uh, struck out this year. Let's go down to Austin Gomber. Austin Gomber, 4-7, 7.25, 50 strikeouts, 1.64 whip. Shohei Otani is miles and miles and miles better and performing better than the Rockies pitching staff, all of them, and on top of it, is out hitting them at the same time. So when we daydream of the potentials of Shohei Otani and when we watch him this weekend, we are reminded that that guy is one player doing more than most of the Rocky staff. And take that with a grain of salt, of course. But just think about that when you're thinking about impact players, when you're thinking about superstar level talent, when you're thinking about players you want to build around. Shohei would be the guy you'd give the Chris Bryant contract to. You make the Chris Bryant money available and go out and do that. If the Rockies were to go out and shock the world and bring Shohei here, which they won't, Shohei won't pitch a course, but the Rockies would become immediately better. Immediately better. Shohei Otani, let's go. Uh, I want to get his, uh, I got to dig around here because I'm only in the pitching stats here. I want to uh, to see who uh, he is. Uh, I want to see more of his uh, his his batting stats here. I'm only getting his. Uh, here we go. There we go. Designated hitter, full roster. It's so weird how where you have to go. Where is he? There he is. Okay, Shohei Otani. No, still giving me just. Here we go. Stats. Let me the pitching. Uh, it's still just the pitching stats. Come on, yeah. Okay, here we go. Shohei Otani. In 74 games, nearly 300 at-bats this year, is batting 292, 377, 616, and an OPS of 993. He has hit 24 home runs, driven in 58, walked almost uh, walked 39 times, and has struck out 71. That is elite. That is better. Shohei Otani is a must-watch. And he should be over and over again the MVP because there is no one in the game of baseball doing more for their team, doing more production as a baseball player than Shohei Otani. Plain and simple. And if he was on the Rockies, <laughs> I bet that's a, that's a day one jersey buy right there. Never going to happen. But hey, he might be the guy, he he might be the one that wants to, you know, take on the next challenge because it's a really interesting uh a mindset between the two. Uh or I wonder what it is. The the the, the differences between being a pitcher and being a hitter. Your your philosophy, your mindset, and your approach is so different 
on those two things. I really do wonder what the, how that goes through his head as he approaches, because uh, his, his contract's up this year, right? He's a free agent at the end of this season or next season, something like that. Uh, it's, uh, it's, really, it's going to be really interesting, and I'd love to get an inside, uh, inside look at uh, what it's like for him when he's making his decision process when it comes to picking teams and signing with them. Because, I mean, you sign with the Angels... The, the biggest draw right there is L.A. and Mike Trout, right? It's it's not the success of the team. Shohei must have been intrigued by something. Who knows? Maybe he loves the mountains. Maybe he'll come here. Maybe he loves hitting a course uh, enough that uh, he'll be interested in giving the Rockies a shot. Uh, let's talk about a former Rocky that uh, might have an impact on this game, but I haven't seen him appear in a game recently, but we'll talk about his uh, return and someone who we talked briefly a bit uh, and, and and someone that certainly was going to help the Rockies, but I think you could tell the writing was on the wall with this player here uh, at the end of last season. We'll see what role he plays uh, in this next uh, in this upcoming series. Rockies Angels getting underway this weekend. Really fun series, especially because uh, when was the last time you probably saw the Angels play? Well, uh, go check out Coors Field. Like I said, go see uh, two of the best players in all of baseball. Uh, uh, do it up. I mean, it's I being on the West Coast. I've had the chance to see uh, see both uh see the angels and i've gotten to see shohei pitch and hit and it's it's a delight it is a really really big delight uh for fans but uh ran a little long there so gotta tell you about our friends uh here that help make this show possible and some of the great folks that bring this show to you each and every day uh i forgot to mention this episode is brought to you by bird dogs check out birddogs.com slash locked on mlb to get yourself a free yeti style tumbler with every order uh and Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. If you want to go check out any of those Shohei prop bets, Austin Gomber's pitching on Sunday. That might be an interesting time to look at a Shohei home run prop bet. See all the betting action going on at FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel Sportsbook is your number one sports betting destination. It's America's number one sportsbook, and they got a deal for new customers right now. Get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to join today don't miss your chance to snag a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars when you join FanDuel today just go to fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up FanDuel, the official partner of major league baseball this is the locked on rockies podcast we're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service we're on sirius xm and the sirius xm app you can search locked on rockies or rockies for all your play-by-play action and uh, you can find us on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the live chat, just like Lux Ace, who's trying to come out. He's Lux Ace counter punching me today in the live chat. That's what you can do. If you want to fire back on my takes on the on the Rockies show on the live takes on the live show, you can hop into the live chat just like Lux Ace and Baseball Pig. Baseball Pig says, I don't know which rant I've enjoyed more, the Bryce Harper or Aaron Judge rant. I don't want to negate the greatness of those players. I really don't. I'm someone who who. who Aaron Judge, it's it, it was impressive, but in the grand scope of things, we treated it like it was, he was breaking the home run record last year, when in fact he wasn't. He was breaking an AL record. That I <laughs> does that really mean anything to you? 
as an NL West fan or as a baseball fan, I, I couldn't tell you who. I mean, I'm sure it's Barry Bonds or McGuire or Sosa, one of those ones, of course, with their record of the NL. I don't care about your AL record. I don't care about Yankee records, especially because that was the big focus of it for a bit. I care about more than that. <laughs> and when there's a guy dominating on both sides of the ball, continuing to do something we've only seen one other guy do really for, uh, and haven't seen someone do in for generations of baseball that, that will forever be more impressive to me. Uh, it's so it, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I'm just someone that's, uh, I was a little I was a little worn out by the Aaron Judge stuff. That's all I'm going to say. And again, you're more valuable to your team if you can pitch and hit than just hit. That makes you a better that makes you more valuable, that makes you a more uh of closer that makes you a, more, a, a bigger MVP candidate to me. Uh let's talk about a different player and some different type of uh of mindset here and it's a bummer because you kind of saw the writing on the wall last year. Carlos Estevez wasn't going to be with the Rockies, but Carlos Estevez was improving and building and getting better and really showing some some great stuff out of the bullpen uh, last year. Someone that 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 has certainly fought through some uh, some adversity, especially with his time on the Rockies, and now he's gone and and been incredible, really for uh, for the. Uh, the Angels this season, 19 saves. I believe I was talking. We're going to hopefully uh, do a crossover with Locked On Angels uh, to recap the series there. Uh, 19 saves. I believe that is close or or ties or breaks a, a franchise record there. Uh, 1.74 ERA, 40 strikeouts, and a whip of 1.19. Uh, he hasn't pitched since the 18th, but he's not on the injured list that I can see. So certainly is going to want to. I'm, I'm sure he's going to want to come out and close some ball games out if he's got an opportunity here uh for that one but i mean just look at it he's 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 got just about half of the amount of starts so far uh appearances the uh this year and um everything's way way down and his overall uh performance is up his war is uh is up by 0.4 points granted again there's still a second half of the season to play but his whip is uh, whip is close to where it was last year to finish up the season, and uh, he's got the ERA that's down almost nearly two points, o- only fourteen strikeouts away from reaching his total that he reached in uh, in twenty twenty two. The strikeout to walk ratio is a little bit better. The earned runs uh, looks like to be on a much better pace, and uh, the 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 Angels are fully confident in him as a closer to 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 win them ball games I, I as you can kind of when you look at Estevez especially uh that 2019 season uh was great for the Rockies a little bit of a, a falter but has been building back up since uh the, the in the past couple of seasons 0.4 war in 2021 1.1 war uh in uh 2022 and now up to 1.5 here so far in 2023 I, I think that one's tough I mean I I really do think the Rockies maybe it could have been maybe a little more aggressive in getting Carlos Estevez, but with the way they move, with the waiver wire, with some of the things that they were able to pick up, maybe they weren't so uh, convinced. But I, I, I don't know uh, uh, where I, I don't necessarily know where uh, if the if a real deal was going to go 
uh, through there with, with Estevez. But honestly, good to see. I mean, it's always a bummer when, when players leave the Rockies and do better, but I really, it is cool to see when a player steps up. And uh, you were certainly going to see Carlos Estevez be a factor in this series. As someone, you know, former Rocky, former team, tough place to pitch, he's certainly going to want this opportunity to go up against his other team. And we'll see how the Rockies are, are able to respond because uh, when you're looking at the Angels' success, the, 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 he is playing a role in it there, certainly. I mean, 19 saves already on the year. Uh, that's that's a career high already for him by uh, 18, or not 18, I'm sorry, by eight saves. Saves uh, there, so he is. Uh, he's doing. He's doing well, and it's 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 encouraging to see that the Rockies are able to get some people. But it's not encouraging that that these good Rockies pitchers, uh, former Rockies pitchers, are no longer on the Rockies. Uh, Estevez has been in the last five games he has appeared in for the Angels. They have ended up winning. Uh, they they have won, especially in three big games against Texas. Uh, he played a role in there. Um, not as sharp as stuff uh, there in that finale against Texas with the, with the three walks there from from Carlos Estevez. So we'll see what they can do. I mean, I think the big thing for uh, for the Rockies, if they could take advantage of, is uh, to see if they can draw out some walks, see if they can get him to uh, to to walk them and give them some free pay, uh, bases. But uh, he is certainly a reason why the Angels are 41 and 35. That's a big turnaround for them this year too. When you're talking about potential, it's a second half. Uh, we, uh, we are, uh, we're going to have to, uh, uh, you know, the, the Rockies are going to have to come to play because this is a, this is an angels team that I think really wants to make a statement this year and, uh, picking up a piece like Carlos Estevez is, uh, is a good one. So, uh, we'll see how that factors into this series and see how it goes. Kind of interesting matchup, I think, between two teams, uh, here, uh, two teams with, with interesting reputations. I think uh, going up in here, uh, Luxe says Rockies got rid of Lamette today. Was wasn't that a bit ago? Wasn't that like after his last appearance? Didn't they DFA him like right after the game? Or did he not clear? Was he? Did he make it back to the minors today? I, I wasn't paying attention. I that the, the Denilson Lamette experiment is over and failed. I mean that that I guess it wasn't failed because you know they they didn't draft him or whatever, but. I uh, man, I missed the mark on that call. I thought he was going to be more more impactful and more effective for the Rockies, but uh, woof. But uh, that was uh, yeah, it was tough. But I, you know, Lamet, nothing but the best uh, as, for him as a player. Hope he lands on his feet. And hopefully, bounces back and uh, gets himself back uh, back to MLB ready. Uh, let's talk about another injury facing the Rockies, uh, facing a Rockies young guy, and uh, it's definitely going to change uh, some of the ideas, at least for some fans who, who are hoping to see this young guy play this year for the Rockies. We'll talk about that coming up here in segment number three. I want to thank you for making Locked On Rockies your first listen of the day, free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. We're also live on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the live chat, just like Kevin Greenhoe, who says, hi, Paul. I say, hi, Kevin. Good day to you as well. Um, yeah, uh, earlier the live chat said, what's up with the new set? I'm in the middle of moving. So uh, unfortunately, you, the, you will see uh, this for a bit and then probably a, a little under construction set. Uh, and then uh, a new, another new look for Locked On Rockies here as uh, I'm on the move yet again. Uh, so we'll be uh, bringing out uh, yet a new uh, look, hopefully with uh, you know I have an oh, I'm moving into I have an actually have a more dedicated space instead of just in a corner of my bedroom here. Uh, 
More bad injury news for the Colorado Rockies as Zach Veen goes down for the year with an injury. But I guess the encouraging thing when I was reading about Zach Veen is the fact that he's been fighting through this for a while. And when you are looking especially at something like the power dip for Zach Veen and um, it uh, looks in you're concerned. But then when you hear how long he's been fighting this injury, which dates back apparently to the All-Star game of last year, he was trying to fight through it to impress. And with this season too, yes, it would have been great to see Veen out on the Rockies, but Veen's okay if he, if he needs, if he doesn't make a lot of noise, or if he doesn't do a lot of major league stuff at this level. Now we just got to hope he's healthy and be able to come back to come into, come up for the Rockies in the second half of next year. Because I want recovery, rehab, and getting his skills and abilities up. And then he certainly needs to be able to to, to bounce back and, uh, and and make an impact here Got, you know, uh, with the Rockies. Because his time is going to be soon. Now it's getting even closer for Zach Veen. Certainly if he was performing minor league level and staying healthy, there was a chance for him to make it up uh, with this team uh, this year. I think in the second half. Uh, now not going to be the case, but I think they say December he'll be able to start doing baseball things again, hopefully. Uh, but uh, we are we're keeping our eyes on that because man, Zach Veen can can really bring some fun. He he's someone that I think is going to uh, embody Rockies baseball, embody the spirit of Rockies ball, and uh, of course use his talents as well. But just one of those things. You're you're just scrolling Twitter yesterday. I'm just going through, making sure I'm following all my Rockies news, this that and all that stuff. And then it's like Zach Fiend's in a hospital bed, like and not just it's not like a root. I mean, clearly surgery. You know what I mean? It's in a in a full in a full. Uh, you know, he's in the he's in the bed. He's got the gown. He's he's bandaged up, and you're just like, what? <laughs> really? This too? Like out of everything? Uh, uh man, it's just uh, it's just so frustrating. Uh, this year when it comes to injuries, the injuries have completely impacted this season. I don't think. I, I, my the poll didn't get any better for those that were curious by the way on my if the Rockies were 100% healthy would they be a uh, wild card team <laughs> uh, I believe only uh, one or two other people joined in there I believe it was it was still a 90% say the Rockies were not a wild card team this year when healthy but Got to send our best to our guy, Zach Veen. Here's hoping because he's certainly going to be continue to be uh, the list of, of prospects to watch and uh, is considered to be the Rockies' number one prospect. Always a, a moment where you'll hold your breath and you get a little nervous when your, your number one prospect goes down with an injury. But in a lost season... Uh, Zach Veen get doing the surgery to get himself back to his uh, the best production that he can do and get himself back to a true 100% for him. Hey, we're all we're rooting for that and we're all about it folks that's going to do it for today's episode of locked on rockies thank you so much for joining us today for another week of locked on rockies we'll be back in action on monday for your, your daily colorado rockies talk right here on the locked on podcast network where you can find your team every day if your team is the colorado rockies you're in the right spot because that's what we do around here is talk about the rockies each and every day thank you for making us your first listen of the day go make locked on broncos locked on avalanche or locked on nuggets your second listen of the day Folks, until next time, this has been Paul Holden and saying so long from the Locked on Rockies podcast.